raw, uncut, and unapologetic. Welcome to Men Talking Mindfulness with your hosts John McCaskill and Will Schneider. Here we focus on helping men and those with men in their lives solve some of life's complex challenges through understanding the practices of mindfulness and how they can help. Each episode is in an environment free of judgment and criticism with a focus on authenticity and inner peace. Let's dig in. <laughs> See that title over there? We screwed up. <laughs> So we had Dr. Brandeis, the one of the authors of this epic book, The 21st yeah. Century Man. It is not a novel. I mean, look how big, look how big this damn thing it's, is. It's fucking huge. It's, it's a monster of a book, but it covers a hell of a lot of information. Uh, I mean, the full title is The 21st Century Man: Advice from 50 Top Doctors and Men's Health Experts, so you can feel great, look good, and have better sex. I mean, who doesn't want all that, right? So now yeah. we, we screwed up because we scheduled Dr. Brandeis back in May. May. And we sent a confirmation email um, earlier this week and they did call us. They called and left me a voicemail, which <laughs> my, my friends Andy and Karen and Teresa, who we were just talking about voicemails and voice memos and how much I hate them uh, because I rarely check them. Anyway, um, they sent me messages this morning about, hey, you need to check your voicemails more often. And sure enough, what was sitting in my voicemail, we checked this morning and the doctor hadn't joined and so we called. And what had happened, they called and left me a voicemail saying he wasn't gonna be able to make it. So here we are, Will and I, to admit that we screwed up because we scheduled this event and the doctor was not able to make it. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor is out. The doctor <laughs> is taking care of patients. Uh, yeah, hey, you know, and I gotta own, I gotta own this too. Um, you know, I, I sent the invite only like four or five days ago instead of months ago. So, you know, and we're learning. I mean, this is a great exercise in us doing the best that we can, us like continually, uh, finding our way and what it takes to produce effectively a live show. (laughs) We obviously missed the mark on this one. Uh, but we're going to have, uh, Dr. uh, Dr. Judson Brandes on again, uh, because I really enjoying like this, this is like, uh, I feel like this book, I'll show it again is going to, where is it right there? It's kind of like a Bible in some ways at 50 different authors. Like they cover so many different things in this book. And, um, you know, even from, you know, sex to, you know, um, sexual health to, you know, I mean, we're, he even has a, a trial going on to elongate penises. So I was even going to talk about that a little bit and just <laughs> find out like, you know, is this a real thing? Um, but, uh, you know, there's food addiction, exercise, you know, making life fun, mental health, relationships, sexual healing. I mean, the journey, <laughs> preventative maintenance, like the list goes on uh, with this book. But here we are. Uh, no guest. Uh, yeah, I know. no Keep guest. Because off to the side on, on my text messages, I got a t- uh, test text from one of my buddies, Jason. He, uh, I guess he gets a notification when we go live and uh, <laughs> it says, listen, man, I love you, but I'm not having sex with you. <laughs> because the title of this on LinkedIn was feel great, look good and have better sex. And then it says, oh, beside right. it, it says with John McCaskill. <laughs> so have better sex with John McCaskill. <laughs> I 
exactly. Yeah, let me see if I can let me see if I can pull this picture up real quick. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we're we're like we're live. We're here. Uh, you know, we have we've carved out time today. So you know, if you'd like to maybe drop a question into the chat, you know, about you know men's health or maybe how you know we access health. Go right ahead. I mean, we can we have some time if you want, yeah. John. We maybe can yeah yeah. Play with some why questions. Not? Let's play with some like, questions. Like why not? You know, let, let yeah. me see if I can pull this image in on over here real quick. Hang yeah. on, this is, this is freaking hysterical. <laughs> and I see Robert over here. He says that's yeah. exactly what I got too. <laughs> The have better sex with John McCaskill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna have exactly. to make sure I uh, I <laughs> check the way and stuff this, is written this, in the I future. I guess it's just this is this is bound to fail today. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. But we're learning. Uh, we're learning. Here we go. Can you see that right there? Feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Feel great. Yeah, there you go. Look good. <laughs> have better sex with John McCaskill. With John McCaskill. <laughs> Perfect. Classic. Perfect. <laughs> oh man. Can't help but laugh. You got to be, you gotta, what is it? Raw, uncut, and unapologetic. Absolutely right? unapologetic. So, right. I guess, so, I guess hey, throw, in this particular yeah, one, we are apologizing a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, hey, you got to own up. I mean, I think like, you know, it's not like we don't never yeah. say sorry. I mean, that, right. that's like, I mean, that, that's awful. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's there's any value in any of that. I mean, that's that. I mean, it talks about toxic masculinity. <laughs> like, right, you know, exactly. Like the ones exactly. that don't apologize are the ones that are you know, screwing themselves and screwing a lot of other people over as well. Um, but, uh, you know, hey, we got I, a question. Um, we do have a question here. Let's see. Great. Um, Let's jump in. Yeah. So the question is, how are you getting on with your cold water time in that barrel after your seal oh, days? Yeah. <laughs> as you remember yeah. your training, let's see. I think that's the end of the question. Uh, let me ch check this out. What is yeah. what happens there? There's the question. Uh, question, how oh, are you getting nice. on with your cold water time in the barrel? So earlier this week, or I guess it was last week, actually, I was in Dallas and I linked up with a, a buddy of mine and we did a cold plunge. I know Will and I and Teresa, we all did a cold plunge when we were out in North yeah. Carolina. It wasn't that cold though. Uh, but no, then this, this barrel, we dumped 120 pounds of, of ice into it. Um, and then we did some Wim Hof breathing before we got into it and, and I got in. And it's been a it's been a while since I've done a real cold plunge. Like um, it gets mm. cold here in the winter, obviously in Colorado, um, and our our house has well water, so that is freaking cold straight from the oh, tap. Yeah. But it's still Deep not as cold as yeah, it's still not as cold as ice water. And climbed in this tub, and uh, you know took one the my buddy Brant, who we did this with, or I did this with. He said, you know, see this see this forerunner that's right in front of the barrel when you crawl in try to blow that forerunner away. And that's what I did. I crawled in and I just went and like blew one time as hard as I could. And then I relaxed and then I was yeah. able to, I was able to be fine. Um, and it was cold. Now, a lot of people gave me flack because right. there was no ice chunks floating at the top of this, uh, of this I barrel. Saw that. Uh, so I'm going to have to do it again when there's some ice uh, in the barrel and, and then go from there. Uh, yeah. So thanks. Uh, uh, is it Agit? Agit? I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, their brother, but uh, Mr. Thank, Chambers. Thank, yes, Mr. <laughs> Chambers. Thank you for the question and and thanks for thanks for having us <laughs> and rolling well, with the punches here. As, as yeah, we well, let me. Guest. You know, I actually was teaching. I, I have my Monday night class, and uh, you know, here in New York City, uh, and I I, st I opened up with a little 
um, you know, just some basic movement just to kind of get the body, you know, going and get the juices flowing. And then we did like the entire 11 minutes of, of the three rounds of the inner fire breathing and the breath holds and stuff. And, you know, I had a, a guy, uh, you know, after class and, and, and just that, you know, as we're kind of closing class and everyone's laying in, you know, the final resting posture, Shavasana. I, uh, you know, I, I spoke, I, I mentioned the recipe again and what the recipe, what the recipe is it's like 30, you know, to 40 rounds of that, uh, right. Just deep breaths, belly breaths in and easy breaths out. You're right. Then the breath retention for at least like, I'd say at least 45 seconds, emptiness or a minute going up to like a minute and a half too. And then, you know, the, and then the inhale you fill and then hold for 15 or 20 seconds and repeat then, you know, and, and then. And I was talking to this, this this younger man, Danny, his name was, and he was really encouraged about trying the cold plunges. And, you know, he goes, I've tried it and I just freak out. It just really, and this is, I think, a cold shower. Uh, he was not even a cold plunge, which is Ooh, just man, even cold showers a deeper. Pretty number. brutal too, yeah. man. I fucking like the cold shower. I just took yeah. one before the show. So I really yeah. like, Ooh. you know, I really wake up, uh, you know, and I'm ready because like my body has kind of been shocked alive, if you will. Um, you know, one thing, like you said, John, like, you know, when, uh, you know, so if you're looking for, if you're looking at different tools and tactics and strategies in order to, you know, feel more of that cold and, and, and be in it and be with it instead of like, you know, uh, enrolling in your body's natural freak out when you <laughs> plunge yourself into like, you know, 30 or 40 degree water. It's again, it's that breath. Like you exhaled out. What I yeah. do and I learned this from, um, who's the guy that we had on for about cold plunging? Uh, he's an EOD oh, um, guy. Josh, uh, um, Oh, yeah, man, I'm forgetting Josh's last name right now, I see. Uh, yeah. which sucks because yeah. he's a friend of mine, but I can't remember his name. Josh Dunst. Yeah, yeah. Josh Dunst. Great. Yeah. I, he was, I love that guy. Good. Yeah, I mean, great. really, I want to hang out. I want to hang out with him. Uh, he, he had mentioned he goes uh, one of his techniques that and I started you know, to utilize that technique is what before I go in, uh, I do two things. Sometimes I'll, I'll put my hand in the water first just to kind of get my body and mind prepared for the cold and just the experience. And I take a deep breath in and then I step into the cold shower and I don't exhale until I control my exhalation, you know, instead of like, cause if you get in, like when you're really, you know, shocked like that, right. you know, you, you're like, you just can't recover because your heart rate is expanding, your mind's exploding, your body's freaking out. And it's really very challenging in order to, in such an intense situation to shift into more of that like kind of calm and rest and digest part of our nervous system. So right. that's something that I, that I, you know, that has been really helpful for me with the cold for sure. Yeah. Um, well, you know, a, a piece that I hadn't, I didn't know much about. I mean, I know a lot about the vagus nerve, right? The vagus nerve yeah. is like the switch that controls your parasympathetic side of the nervous system, mm -hmm. which is the rest and digest side calms us down. Um, but by putting like when I got in that uh, barrel, you know, I was mm -hmm. up to my neck here, but I wasn't getting my vagus nerve, which is right here in the water. Yeah. And Brant was like, hey, you know, put your head back, kind of get that vagus nerve into the cold water. And, and yes, it's painful. But when you do it, it does yeah. activate that that parasympathetic side. And it's kind of like a, yeah. uh, a, a numbing effect there, which is great. And let's see, we've got mm -hmm. uh, Again, uh, Mr. Chambers, I'm just going to call you that because, sorry, I don't want to mispronounce your, your first name here in the, in the text. Uh, he says, uh, I think of something difficult in my life just as I jump in and it takes my mind ah. off the cold for just long enough to get in. 
Thanks for asking my question. He's in the UK watching our postings a lot uh, as as we do these things. So again, thanks yeah. for tuning in, brother. Appreciate your uh, your yeah. your being part of the audience and and for now being part of the show. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I get it, so I, I'll have a Friday opportunity uh, to go jump, you know, go to the bathhouse here in the city, and they have a cold plunge. It's usually two weeks ago it was like 42 degrees which was great you know it hasn't been that cold in, in several months that i've been there coldest i've seen the, the bathhouse plunge is 37 which is oh every degree cool. it's like oh my god next level but what i do is i go in right and that first minute is really challenging because i'm not you know cold shower is different cold plunging a complete submersion or submersion of everything but you're basically your head is really challenging but what i do is i'll go in i'll go in that first minute again is challenging and then I kind of like to get into that bagel nerve and more of that parasympathetic process you've talked about. I like, it's like a big fuck you. I just get in and I just go <laughs> down right to my chin, right? And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, yeah. And then it's like, I, I usually stay like three or four minutes. Um, first, usually three. And then I do a second plunge later on after like coming out of like a 200 degree room, you know, the sauna. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, and, and like, I, I mean, maybe we could talk just about our experiences with the cold because it's really helped me, you know, when, when life's getting difficult and challenging and, uh, you know, I can take my breath. I know how to get to calm. You know, it's a, a fantastic self-mastering tool for sure. Um, so, yeah, I don't I know mean, what, yeah, what, what it's teaching uh, you, John. I think <clears throat> self-mastery is a great, great way of putting it there. Mm. You know, anything that takes effort and discipline um, anything that, uh, you know, isn't going to kill you that yeah. tests your resolve, right? I'm not, I'm not meaning for people to go and put themselves in harm's way or injure themselves trying to improve their grit or their resolve or their effort and their discipline. But, you know, things that are hard to do, being in cold water is one of those that takes effort and discipline to do that that is going to improve your grit it is going to improve your discipline it's going to improve everything that you do throughout your day as far as you can when you mentally get through that things that are hard that come your way you're going to mentally get through those other things through right. knowing that you've done something hard right off the bat but over and above yeah. that i mean like we've talked about before on the cold exposure episode there's all sorts of physiological benefits one we just talked about is activating that parasympathetic i mean initially you're going to activate the sympathetic side right there's going to be yeah. a fight flight or freeze quite literally uh, response yeah. and you're going to want to jump the hell out of that thing but then you can mm -hmm. start to activate the parasympathetic by getting into there and staying there and breathing noticing your breathing focusing on your breathing but then once you've done that hard thing what else yeah. is happening physiologically? You can change the the white fat in our bodies to brown fat. Um, yeah, adipose is, tissue is called, yeah, brown right. adipose tissue. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which is you know great for being able to handle the cold, but it's also uh, if I'm help me out here, Will, but it, I, I think it burns calories more. Yes, yeah, more energetic. Yeah, yeah more. Than, it's than actually moves energy through your through your body even more effectively. Yep. Yeah, it is almost like you're. Uh, mm -hmm putting a layer of insulation on or developing actually a layer of insulation. Right. You know, uh, cause the body responds to stress and yeah. Go ahead, John. yeah. Yeah. I mean, recently, you know, one, the cold plunges that I do and then the, the, um, the fact that I live in Colorado and I'm kind of getting used to living in the cold. Um, 
it it changes how you handle that and i I was recently in north carolina and we were doing this event and uh showed up early in the morning at probably i don't know upper 40s lower 50s i was out there in a t-shirt and everybody else was bundled up and i was like wow i'm my body has Mm -hmm. changed to accept and uh adjust to the the cold so there's definitely something there uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess we don't have to make this whole show about cold plunges, but there's definitely well, no, value I, I, in that. I, I, I'm thinking, John, why, why don't we roll with like, you know, kind of a whole embracing the suck kind of stuff. Oh, okay. You know what oh, I mean? Man. Right? I mean, yeah. we, we have time, right? I mean, cause yeah. it's like, you know, and, and we can, we'll uh, kind of preface this with like, you know, what we kind of have already, but let's just put like kind of a, you know, frame it. It's like, you know, if you will develop character, you uh, will become more mindful, you will become more of a super awesome badass. If you <laughs> right, I mean, that's like one of the terms for a mastermind, right? I love it's the name of our team, right? One of the super awesome badass, like it, it's the more you put yourself deliberately in uncomfortable situations and learn to at least not necessarily get comfortable. I mean, the cold is never like comfortable. It's still yeah. like there. But like, I don't need to freak out. And, uh, and, and there's a lot of things we actually work with, uh, you know, I'm still teaching with Dr. Seth Hickerson and we have, you know, his mind steady mind program and he has many different ways throughout these nine modules that you work with, you know, that he's constantly trying, you know, embrace the suck again. So it's just like, you know, challenge yourself, get uncomfortable with, and get out of your comfort zone essentially. And then this is develops, like you said, grit, resilience, character, self mastery, and it actually helps it, it forces you to implore the skills and practices of mindfulness, right? Whether that's breathing, whether that's, uh, you know, exercising your body in some way, whether it's like visualization or affirmations or whatever other skills is required in those particular circumstances, you know, that's like, and then, then that's going to show up. You're like, how you do anything is how you do everything. So, you know, if you're constantly seeking comfort, like comfort crisis, you know, yeah. uh, uh, with Easter, right? Or if you're like constantly, not constantly seeking, not like being a maniac, like it's nice to have some, you know, comfort in your life, but, right. you know, challenge yourself every day, a little bit, a little bit, you know, 1% gains like over a whole year. It's like, wow, where can you be at the end of the year? And what can you right. learn about yourself and how you're showing up in the world differently? Right. Yeah. So. I mean, cause a lot of what we do every day is uncomfortable. And if we constantly steer right. away from the the uncomfortable things, then we're going to miss out on a lot of goodness in life. Right. Um, I mean, here's an example that pops to mind, right? Um, I was very uncomfortable in, in Afghanistan. My, my wife Mm. now back then she actually worked for me, um, in Afghanistan. She was the the orthopedic PA at seal team 10. And, um, you know, I was, (laughs) I was, indirectly her boss and uh and then i started to get uncomfortable (laughs) around her uh and then i was like you know what um i'm just gonna bite the bullet here and uh and you know (laughs) this could have been very dangerous it could have backfired on me and and the story that she wishes she had told uh or said the way that she wishes she had reacted i'll I'll have to tell you that here in a second but uh you know I, i just told her i was like hey can you come see me in my office and uh and uh and she came and saw me i was like hey look um i gotta tell you uh i'm starting to develop feelings for you and and i was like and super uncomfortable to say it and i was super nervous and she could see that i was anxious about it 
And, uh, and she was like, well, I, I've started to develop feelings for you too. And obviously <laughs> since then we've, we've gotten married. It wasn't like this weird right, harassment right. kind of thing in the job, right. but I, I wanted yeah. to clear the air. So, you know, we, we ended up kind of having a secret relationship, whatever, <laughs> and we are what we are, but she always tells me now, she's like, oh, I could see how nervous you were ramping up to that. Yeah. And uh, uh, I uh, wish that I had said, <laughs> she wish she said, oh, Oh, this is awkward. Uh, I don't really yeah. have feelings for you. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, right, can you imagine right. how that would have gone? <laughs> yeah. But but uh, you know, I'm I'm happily married now with three beautiful children, and uh, you know, mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty damn happy with the fact that I was I did that uh, because yeah. I was terribly uncomfortable doing it. But if I continually accepted comfort, I never would have I would never would have said anything, and who knows where right. I would have been. Um, right. so that, you know, yeah. there's, there's that emotional discomfort that we have to get used to being in as well. The, but, yeah. but being physically uncomfortable, I think allows us to get used to that and enables us to get emotionally uncomfortable more often, which yeah. as you continually seek physical comfort, it makes you continually seek emotional comfort and nothing good comes from that you you don't achieve you don't right. push yourself you don't um you know stretch your goals stress your mm -hmm. limits uh you know nothing good for, comes from that so getting physically yeah. uncomfortable on occasion is definitely good for you yeah well yeah. it's uh <clears throat> it forces you uh mm -hmm. i think when you're when you're seeking comfort and you know and constantly you know, trying to be comfortable like you're really in a state uh, of fear, I'd imagine, cause, and you're always trying to control things, you know, always trying to, you know, um, control the world, which is completely impossible. Like yeah. everything is changing all the time. The law of impermanence is always there. So by deliberately, you know, getting uncomfortable uh, physically or, or emotionally, right, um, you know, it, it forces you to turn towards and accept, which is really important. And then you know, like Omar Fati, I've been saying in the last few months, which means love thy fate. Yeah. Right. Which is like comes back to accepting thy fate. And, and then we, you know, we can if we <clears throat> are able to, you know, ground ourselves in each and every moment, it's like, OK, like, well, what do I need to do now in order to get where I want to go or, you know, achieve what I want to achieve? It makes a, you know, huge difference. Like one thing, another thing that might be very uncomfortable, but, you know, is what if like, you know, we've kind of mentioned this before you know what if you didn't use your phone for like 24 hours or put yeah. it away for 24 <clears throat> hours like you know like what kind of habits what kind of you know habit recognition mm. is possible oh, by man. like you know which is really important right huge I yeah mean, the habit like, recognition yeah. man uh, i just yeah, want to touch right. on that real quick while you mentioned the phone go for it yeah the, yeah, the habit recognition like i i talk all the time about getting off this damn thing right <laughs> Um, and the other day, I you talk, it. John, you talk, exactly. You talk. I talk, kidding. I talk a big, I talk a big game, but, uh, <laughs> I just but I, I went and I, I left it in my truck the other day and I realized I was like, oh no, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Like there was this anxious, like trying to find my phone, anxiety, trying to find my phone. And then I realized, mm -hmm. you know what? It's in my truck and you know what? I'm just going to leave it there and I'm going to be okay with it. And in doing mm -hmm. that. Um, I, I noticed that I have a habit of checking my phone way too much, even as much mm -hmm. as I know that's bad for us. Hey, Miss Chambers, thanks for joining in, man. Uh, appreciate you. Yeah, yeah likewise. <laughs> so, um, so, all right. Um, let's see. Where else do we want to go from here, man? 
Uh, well, what's some other what, what's some other way? I think we're just gonna call us embrace yeah. the suck episode. Yeah, you know I mean, what this, other ways? This is, that, I'm yeah. uncomfortable right now because I'm like, where do we go from here? How do we how do we salvage this episode, right? And that that in and of itself is uncomfortable. But hey, here we are. We're doing it, and we're embracing yeah, yeah. the suck. So right. yeah, uh, how else can you embrace the suck? Um, I mean, this this right here is is rolling with the flow, right? How, right, how uncomfortable yeah. is rolling with the flow and not having a plan? I mean, we, we right. called we called, called the good doctor and, and his assistant right before, and she was like, oh, yeah, I called on Monday. And Will and I were like, F, man, what are we going to do now? Yeah. And yeah. we're like, well, we could you know upload an old episode or we just roll with it and see what happens. And right. here we are um, and having fun. It's uncomfortable, but right. we're having fun and we're embracing the suck and we're going to see where this goes. Who knows? Yeah. It might be our worst episode ever. It might be our best. It might. No, it's, it's <laughs> definitely we'll... not. We've already had our worst episode ever, John. <laughs> it, 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 we, we, we've already had it. Oh, yeah. We won't name it. It's not gonna go <laughs> but I, I think we but know, you know which one like, it was. <laughs> yeah, I, we, I, yeah, we definitely do. Um, uh, 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 you know, but what about, you know, maybe we can pick up different opportunities to embrace the suck. It's like, you know, if you're suffering with social anxiety you know what is a way that you can kind of gently step into so not like you know like speaking in front of two thousand people right. <laughs> you know that's i wouldn't you know that could definitely eradicate some of that but can maybe scare you so yeah. far back into your mind and into your body that you might you, you know, know never agoraphobia. recover yeah agoraphobia right yeah just become agoraphobic but like you know what if you suffer with social anxiety it's like what are some simple steps that you can take in order to overcome that you know? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, just, you know, I, I guess so a way to start is, you know, I was just talking about getting off your phone, but maybe start to put yourself out there a little bit on, on social media, right? Um, in the, in the special yeah. operations community, social media is kind of poo-pooed upon and we, we don't want everybody to see our faces or know who we are because right. uh, there's an operational security aspect to it, which just totally makes sense. And I fully support. So when I started, getting towards the exit ramp of the military, I started to look at getting out, getting into the social media world was very uncomfortable for me. Um, mm. But making yourself public and putting putting your opinions and your thoughts out there for other people to see, other people to potentially ridicule, bash, troll, mm-hmm. um, yeah. that, that it can take, it can take some courage. Now, I'm not saying that's the end all be all with, with, helping with social anxiety because it can, it can also increase it when you put stuff out there and then you get bashed by, by oh, the trolls. Right. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's a, it's a way to start, but then, uh, you know, yeah. maybe reaching out to a few friends and linking up with them out in a public yeah. setting, um, and, and just spending some time socializing for no other reason besides socializing. A lot of what we do these days is we get together and mm-hmm. say, um, you know, hey, let's get together for coffee. Let's get together for drinks. But it's a business meeting, a lot of that. But right. how often do we actually get just get together to shoot the bowl and, and have fun yeah. and just be social? Probably not as often as we used to. I don't know. The pandemic, I think, changed a lot of that. So maybe yeah. uh, maybe just get together and be social with friends right. for, for once. Right. And try to stay off your phone (laughs) when you are social. I mean, that's just such a, could be such a a way of like just avoiding and and not dealing with what's coming up. And when you do that, you know, you put yourself in that environment, you know, it's like, you know, just watch yourself for a moment. And like, what's interesting about being social 
you know, you don't always need to be contributing to the conversation. Right. right? I mean, I get I, I, I feel I get a lot of value and I can even contribute more value just by listening. Yeah. Just by simply listening and, you know, just picking my spots. Like, I don't I don't need to talk or share all my ideas. I'm mean, going to have a lot of them or, or, or you know, uh, but I do like to be part of the conversation. But sometimes it's just, you know, just sitting there and listening. And, and yeah. then when you have, really have something to say, you know, it comes from a place that, you know, that whatever. I maybe want to help somebody or, you know, uh, add, you know, or contribute in some ways. It's like, let it come out. You know, but the more just like the cold, just like anything else, like all of a sudden you get a little better, a little better, a little more comfortable. You know, if you've been listening to the show for a long time, you know, you, you're, you know, hopefully you're starting to understand how incredibly powerful your breath is to just keep you calm, keep you present, you know, uh, keep you, you know, just here. And now, um, you know, so that's, uh, you know, I have a situation or not, you know, I have an event coming up. Uh, that my actually EJ uh, hi EJ yeah. if you're listening you know he does this event every year at McSorley's he's the he's the guy the financial advisor that we had on the show at the kind of I think towards the end of season five great guy and, and he's one of those he's one of those socialite he's one of those people that gathered people together yeah. so for I guess it's uh, I think it's like 20 years 21 years we go to McSorley's here in New York City down on 7th Street in East Village it's like one of the oldest bars in the city. It's like 154 years, 155 years old right now. It hasn't changed at all. Like the inside is exactly the same it was the way it was 155 That's years ago. Awesome. It's it's wild. It's really. I mean, they have the giant urinals and these old ass <laughs> tables. I mean, you can just see like you know just all the hands uh, you know that have touched the tables and the chairs and it just all. But even when like when I go down there, you know like. Uh, you know what brings up social anxiety for me in this case it's like usually the same we get quite a group it's like 15 people 20 people that come and they're all from like the philadelphia area uh, most of them and some are coming from other parts of the country now and we all just take this friday from like 11 a.m to like 6 p.m we just drink they only have two beers there light or dark <laughs> and that's it it's uh and we just sit there and drink and shoot the shit and you know i go in there and not remembering every everyone's name because i only see them once a year so i have like oh, i just get a little anxious and sure but i show up i show up and i, I plop down and uh you know i'm just I'm smiles i'm friendly i'm connecting i'm saying hello i'm drinking beer and then like five six beers later it's like hey another part of me comes out i thought you, you said know, two beers no, well, oh no! I there's mean, only yeah. two types of beer to choose from. Like, only North. two types of beer, okay. and like only two types. That's it. Two types of fucking beer. That's it, right? But uh, <laughs> that's that, that's New York, right? It's a yeah. unique place. Um, uh, but yeah, I I'm able to just fall in, you know, and just just wait, pick my spots, and and then you know just have fun the rest of the day. Yeah. You yep. know? Um, we got. Um, what's uh, another way? Maybe well, I got. Can I got. I'm gonna question? put this. Yeah. So Scott says. Scott Harrington, he says, I probably stole this from you guys, but doing the mental reframe that this suck helps me grow, therefore this oh. suck is good, is one right. of the more useful tools I've found. I learned to love physical suck very young, but dwelling in tough conversations is an example. I currently trying, I'm currently trying to enjoy like weight on the bar. Man, thanks Scott mm. for that. I'm actually yeah. reading um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's one of his new books called be useful and he talks about mm. you know se uh, i think it's seven ways to to be useful in the world and in one of his chapters he's talking about the the days you know back in his bodybuilding days and how 
people used to look at the bodybuilders they didn't think it was a sport they didn't look at it as a sport they looked at them kind of as like freak shows um and when he was working out when he first came to america um he was working out his arms his back his his uh quads and everything else but he wasn't working out his calves and he wasn't working out his abs and that's what won the bodybuilding competitions in America were abs and calves for some reasons. Um, yeah. So he started lifting heavier with his calves and with his, and he started doing, you know, more work with his abs. And he said he, he started using Muhammad Ali's saying about his, his, um, his sit-ups. Muhammad Ali at one point was asked, how many sit-ups do you do? And he said, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't count my sit-ups. I, I just do it until, I'm, I'm hurting. I don't start counting until I'm hurting. That's because that's the only time it counts. Wow. Anyway, yeah. so Arnold says that lifting heavy is painful. And, you know, doing the, the abs after a while, it gets painful. You're not just lifting reps, you're lifting heavy. And that is where the growth happens. The, the cutting up can happen with the reps, but the growth happens with the, the strength training, the heavy stuff, the painful stuff. And I think that's right on point with what Scott just mentioned is, you know, pushing yourself through the pain or not even through the pain necessarily. A lot of us quit before we even get to the pain. And I'm right. not just talking about in the gym. I'm talking about the pain and anything that we do. As soon as it starts getting painful, that's where we stop. But a lot right. of the time, that's where the growth happens physically in the yeah. gym. Sure. But mentally, emotionally, spiritually, that's where the growth happens is in the pain, in the pain. Mm. Yeah, well, that's what Goggins talks about that. Like, yeah. uh, uh, can't hurt me. Great book. Yeah. Like, I, I read the book, and then the the, the uh, kind of uh, the the Kindle or like the audio Audible Audible oh, is like yeah, a podcast. That's one of my favorite. Yeah, the, yeah. the audio yeah, the, version of that is fantastic because it's like a it's like a podcast. Yeah, because he talks yeah, every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. They read the chapter, and then yeah. then they have like an actual conversation about that particular chapter and one thing right. he says there it's like you know and i do this and i remind myself of this it's like you know if you're supposed to uh end at a certain number of reps right uh or you know a certain minute like what if you stay five more seconds what if you do one or two more reps yeah right yeah. and because it's like you're starting to develop a new relationship to your to your to your body to your brain to how you're doing things to that uh resistance that comes up when things get uncomfortable and right. like again just like when I, I go lower in like into the cold as, as kind of an f you to the cold it's <laughs> like what if i just you know i could just i could do it i could do another minute i can do another 10 seconds i can do, yeah. do another one or two reps you know uh or even just attempting to do another rep you know and obviously not hurting yourself uh or putting yourself in harm's way but like that's that's where the grit that's where the resilience that's where you know that's why we want to embrace the suck right because it's it's so much character and it creates so much clarity like i feel more confident more courageous to take risk elsewhere because i get you know from living in that space of vulnerability and really that's kind of a lot what a lot of this is it's just you're kind of exposing yourself to something new it's like you really begin to realize for me it's like what can't i do yeah like where what are my limits Yep. You know, we have them, you know, I mean, and, and sure. like, you know, I'm not saying to be foolish, you know, and, and, and go out and do foolish things that can really, really harm you and uh, and put you in a hospital or, or into a grave. Uh, but uh, um, 
you know, like but most this of the is, time, is, yeah. mm -hmm. most of the time we are not aware of where those limits are. We perceive them to right. be much lower than where they actually are. And coming right. back to, you know, Goggins and his do one more set or one more rep. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of this Nike running commercial that I, we used to watch. And then my, my track and cross country coach back in the day, the Nike commercial, it showed this guy running in the rain and, you know, he, he finishes his run and after the run, he looks up and he says, I like to run that the, you know, the narrator says, I like to run. I said, with a smile, I think I'll run another mile. And so go. he gets up and he runs another, our coach, for the most part, we would have our training plan for the week up on the board and we knew exactly what every day held. But then there were these runs that were called, um, they're, they're fartleks. Fartlek is, I think it's Swedish for speed play, or I think it's Swedish, but I may be off on that, but it means speed play. As funny as the mm -hmm. word sound, fartlek. And he would give us these, he would give the team, so it was like seven or eight guys, he would give us each a piece of paper and we would read on the piece of paper, you know, how, how long it was that we as the lead would need to run fast. So we'd be mm -hmm. running and then suddenly you would just see one guy take off and the one guy would take off for 30 seconds or one minute and you would have to keep up with that guy, not knowing how long the sprint was oh. going to last. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. There's the rainy day. No excuses. There you go. Um, yeah, well, actually, I was thinking of playing it, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah, so go I'll, ahead. Play, I'll, I'll play it here in a second. Um, so, yeah, so that would, you, you in your mind, that particular run, you had no idea how fast you were going to run. You had no idea how far you were going to run. You would just have mm -hmm. to keep up with the guy running the lead. Awesome. You'd have to stay up. Yep. And that would push you past your limits, or maybe not past right. your limits, but to your limits. And, man, yep. those runs, I always came out of, like, I wanted to vomit but I always came out of very proud of myself knowing that I had kind of a reset my limit. Like I thought my limit was down here. And right. now after that run, it was up here. I was like, Oh, I can actually run faster and further than I thought. I'm going to see, yep. uh, I'm going to see if I can pull this math. Yeah. This, uh, well, I mean, I, I ran cross country too. Uh, and it was, uh, it was such a mental, you know, I mean, what was it like? It's 80% mental. Yeah. You know, when you're running, I mean the ice, 80%, probably 90% mental, you know, getting in the cold, being uncomfortable is probably uh, 80, you know, all of this we're talking about is literally, it's the mental game. It's the mental game, but how do you access and live and see, you know, limits of the mind? You gotta get uncomfortable, get to right. be, you know, do, do shit that hurts. Yeah. yeah, see if this is the one, John. Yeah, this, let me see uh, if I can it? pull this up. Uh, let me see if I can do this. Share <laughs> we're screen. really flowing, John. No, we're so trying, nice. trying all sorts of things out. Secondary display. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> Let's see, Safari, Safari, um, is that? Yeah, I, I like also, John, what you're saying about uh, that, like kind of the run, you know, like, and you're literally letting someone else control that's, you know, that run and you're just going and going and going. Yeah. And it's like, that's, uh, uh, it was nice. But also I, what I like also with kind of what is coming up for me when you're saying that is also the community energy as well. You know, that that's like a great, uh, when I worked in, 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 in and had the Wim Hof experience back in Spain. Like we sat for 12 minutes, 15 minutes in, you know, I don't know how cold it was. It was probably in the high 40s, you know, Fahrenheit or uh, lots of ice went in. They just pulled up a freaking entire van of ice, and, <laughs> you know, but it, it was different. It was different. 
when you know and and it's like yeah you can be you know the lone soldier or you know or the the lone wolf out there you know trying to push beyond your limits but when you have a buddy there you know or several buddies there like i can't believe like just that energy or, or just uh you know uh, holding that space with someone else that is also kind of suffering you know in the same way uh, it just it's empowering you know right. especially when you know when like i go to the bathhouse i'm like all right we're doing four minutes like before I go in, like we're not fucking around, like four minutes. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, okay. Or if like somebody, you know, because I'm, I'm there quite a bit. I'm a bit of a regular. Uh, and, you know, somebody needs help. I'm like, all right, well, let's, let's just, just, just go for 30 seconds. We're just going to hold this for 30 seconds. You can do 30 seconds and just helping them with that 30 seconds or minute. And it's just nice to have that communitas. For sure. You know, is what they say in stealing fire, right? Uh, That's that right. Communal energy is really powerful. Yeah. All right, so let me see if I can pull up this uh, this video here. So new screen <laughs> overlay. Uh, <laughs> uh, you shouldn't be reading my emails. So let me see. <laughs> uh, that was really uh, quick, John. I didn't see anything. <laughs> all right, Safari, Safari. Let's see. And here we go. That's still my email. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> okay, you got this, John. Uh, I'll keep rapping here. Yeah. Uh, you know, we used to do this one run, John. Talk about being uncomfortable when you're running. We called it Nanny Goat. And we would run uh, these trails like uh, that were all uh, would connect all these different power lines that would run down this run across this mountain. And it'd be like it, it was like uh, what was it? It was three uh, like three miles out, three miles back. And it was nonstop hills up and down, up and down, up and down. Like and we the one day we did it. Um, uh, we ran 15 miles of hills the one day. Oh, man. And I remember, I, I remember, I don't know if Steve Hughes, if you're out there, if you're a listener, he came back and that was the first time I saw a runner's high. This guy was oh, like, man. I feel great. Like, I'm ready to fucking fall down on the ground. And puke. <laughs> right? and, and he's like, oh, my God, I feel amazing, Steve Hughes. And um, uh, it was just awesome. You know, when you push beyond those limits, right, you start to also open up things in your mind your body uh you know hormones that um that are there right but you only get there by getting out of your comfort zone right oh for sure i mean i i don't know if i'm gonna be able to get it to work it's uh this is it he uh there we go what do we got we got you hear it yeah yeah it's all blurry oh there it is let me go full screen yeah i can't from within that okay okay Two minute commercial. All right. If you're listening, just flow onboard into the commercial. <laughs> is this the commercial or is this the video? Uh, it says, oh, I don't even know. Oh, here we go. Oh, there's something's happening here. Yep. All right, here we go. There he is. Does a man going out running? Oh. All right. Is that it? Uh, no, I, he's I still don't know, running. John. He's still me. He's still yeah, running. Yeah, he's doing suicide. It looks like. All right, maybe this. Yeah. This is a different one. <laughs> All right. Fuck anyway. it. Sorry. All right. Let me try. All right. <laughs> Hey man, we're trying new things and embracing the yeah. suck. So there we go. Bottom the line, of, this guy is yeah. tra- he's training in the rain, training in the cold, training in the the misery. So we got to continue to do that. So 
Yeah. Hey. I think we're, yeah. Yeah. I think we, hey, may not have fully salvaged the show, but we had an interesting conversation. And I appreciate those who, you know, tuned in live uh, yeah. for Sex with John McCaskill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you, better Sex with John McCaskill. <laughs> That's right. You know, when you're talking about Becca in the office, I was thinking, better Sex with John McCaskill. <laughs> 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 I don't mean to uh, be oh, no, or crude, no, but I was whatever. like, hey, we're having fun. Uh, but yeah, exactly. thanks for those for tuning in, and and also thanks for those who contributed in the in the comments. We appreciate you guys rolling with us and rolling with the punches. Will, I appreciate who you are and you're rolling with the yeah. punches, man. Uh, so like, likewise, hey, likewise. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's do let's do a little finish with a grounding yeah. practice. Yeah, for let's sure. Plug our our merch store. Uh, you know, um, you know, uh, men talking mindfulness dot com slash shop s-h-o-p uh catch our merch uh thanks for right. supporting the show and and you know spreading the love we actually got stickers as well um which we're trying to find a way to you know bundle them a little bit more so we have we have stickers men talking yeah, mindfulness right. stickers too get those out there so slap them cool. on uh, uh you know the here in colorado we've got uh shoot i'm gonna i'm showing my dutch brothers the coffee shop dutch brothers um when you drive through, they have these little poles, right, to protect the building, but everybody just slaps bumper stickers on them. Uh, I want to see a whole lot of men talking mindfulness stickers on all the Dutch Brothers coffee shops here in the in the coming weeks. Yeah. So grab those yeah. stickers at mentalkingmindfulness.com forward slash shops. And, you yeah. know, again, yeah. subscribe, share it, uh, what we do on YouTube, on social media, uh, Instagram, TikTok, you name it, we're on it. So great to great to have you guys as listeners but also as followers on our social media to help us share what it is we do regularly um all right well you want to wrap it up with a closing practice yeah yeah i mean i I think just talk about stickers like i mean i can't believe i haven't taken advantage of this before like i mean i live in new york city eight million people i I don't want to like be you know plugging stickers on subway that's not going to work but i'll find (laughs) you know i'm going to get stickers we get we're going to have to get that uh something with a qr QR code code too for sure. You know what I mean? QR code and the sticker, men talking mindfulness, and then we'll like hopefully triple our listenership. There we you go. Know? I'll have a bunch of a bunch of hard ass New Yorkers listening. It's like, <laughs> these guys do it. We'll change New yeah, York from the inside out. Yeah, there you go, John. Exactly. Right yeah, on. that's a great way to put it. Uh, all right. Well, let's um, let's just take a couple breaths and ground and close this out and uh, and uh, appreciate y'all tuning in and listening and and uh, I think this is a really fun episode, John. <laughs> So uh, let's just do five breaths, five breaths, five breaths. Exhale, out, out, out. We're going to do a nice coherent breathing practice. So it's an inhale for five. Big belly breath. And then exhale out the mouth for five. Or you can exhale out the nose. And again, in five, four, three, two. Good. Exhale out. Slow it down, right? Use the breath as a way to create the environment that you want on the inside. Again, in five, smoothly, deep. Easy out. Easy. And just really take that exhale and even melt a little bit deeper into this moment. And last two, in five. Out five. Easy, easy. One more. In five. Out five. 
And just take a moment in this <clears throat> calm, relaxed state of being and maybe think of a few ways that you can embrace the suck. You know, challenge yourself in a way that, um, you know, is going to help create more resilience, more character, help you develop, you know, the skills of mindfulness and develop more self-mastery and more self-control, more self-regulation. But it comes with practice and, uh, and really the willingness to step in the interior, to step into the arena of uncomfortableness. Great guys, and hey, open your eyes when you're ready, and maybe report back. Like hit us up on uh, social anywhere, and or maybe take a video and tag men talking mindfulness and say I embraced the suck today. There you go. And this is what I learned by embracing the suck. Like, man, there's opportunities everywhere. So, uh, John, I, this was fantastic today. Thank you. <laughs> well done, brother. <laughs> Way yeah, to embrace the suck and roll with the punches, We totally man. did. Exactly, All right. exactly. All right, y'all. Until next time, peace. Peace, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you walk away with some new tools and insights to guide you on your life journey. New episodes are being published every week, so please join us again for some meaningful discussion. For more information, please check out mentalkingmindfulness.com.